Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. We are going to learn from today onwards about revival. Yeah, the word revive means bring back to life. Something is about to die and we are bringing back to life. Yeah, so a lot of times uh, believers sometimes are not sure about the need to pursue or probably to long for revival. Yeah, so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, just like a case study, I'm going to pitch first the problem statement and then we are going to study why we should do something, why we should evangelize, why we should revive, why we should get into uh, the mode of pursuing and hunger uh, and hungering for revival. So let's uh, turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 5, yeah. Yeah, so wherever you want to see revival, wherever you want to see revival, wherever you want to bring back something into life, you need to provide that solution that can bring it back to life. Amen? Common sense. I didn't speak the scripture, but I just spoke common sense. Whenever you want to bring back something into life, you need to provide that solution. You need to provide or inject that solution that can or that has the ability to bring back that thing into life. Now we're going to look into Ephesians chapter 2 about the situation if we don't have revival. If we don't have revival, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 5 says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Which, meant, which says that we were dead in our trespasses and sins. Until we are made alive, we are dead in our trespasses and sins. In which you once walked according to the course of this world. Anywhere there is no revival. Anywhere we don't see life, we have to accept that. Whether it's a personal life, whether it's a family, whether it's a, it's a nation, whether it's an office, whatever place it is, if there is no life, they will walk, the scripture says, they will walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. So if you think there are, there are people, there are clusters, there are organizations, there are nations that walk according to the power of the air, what you need to do is not to have pity on them, but need to know that actually we need to pray for revival in those places. If you see somebody who is walking according to the, the ways of the power of the air, or according to the enemy, or according to devil, what you need to say is not that, oh, he has a problem, or he is too wicked, but we need to have a burden to pray for revival in that person's life. Amen? Amen? Whenever we see a problem, children of God are not just thermometers, but children of God are called to be thermostats. Amen? Thermometer often reflects what is happening. Thermostat sets the temperature. Amen? Thermostat sets the temperature. When we fix, the, the, there is a thermostat in the AC. When we fix that temperature in 16, whatever is the atmosphere here, whatever is the temperature here, it might take time, but eventually it has the last laugh. It will set everything to 16. Hallelujah. The children of God are not called to be thermometers, but we are called to be thermostats. According to what we believe, according to what we want, we will change and set the atmosphere. Amen? So if we don't pray for revival, this is what is going to happen. And the scripture says, The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom 
also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh. We can see lustful desires and crimes increasing day by day. Day by day. I'm shocked sometimes when I hear statistics like, like uh, uh, this shows as if every minute one child is, being, is missing. Or every hour uh, so many rapes are happening. Or every hour so many crimes are happening or so many murders are happening. The lust, there is an increase for the desires of lust. And when we see that, we cannot be thermometers, but we need to know this is a time that we need to hunger for revival. Everybody say, we need revival. Because it is on the children of God to bring back a system back to life. And we have something that has the power to bring back things into life. And, and the scripture again says, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and whereby nature, children of wrath, just as others. So this talks about a condition which is utter chaos, a superb mess. But our God is not just a problem identifier, He is a problem solving God. Amen? He is a problem solving God. And what our Father is, the children shall be like. That is the, that is the desire of the Father. And in the next verse it says, But God who is rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ Jesus. So to bring a revival back, to change conditions, the Lord did not change every situation. The Lord did not hit the prince of the power. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the Lord did not uh, take up every trespass. The Lord did not take up uh, a fight against the enemy. But the Lord, what the Lord did was he brought us back to life through Jesus Christ. Amen. So what we need to do is when there is a messy situation, when there is a terrible situation, when there is a, a situation that is not according to the word of God, we need to know, oh, there is a need for revival. This system, this person, this family, this church, this nation, this cluster, this organization, hey, we need life back in that system. And if we need life back in the system, we need to give or share something that can give life. Amen? And that is one key ingredient I want to share about revival, and that is evangelism. Amen? Wherever we see evangelism, wherever we want to see revival, I want to tell you, if you are ready to take responsibility of that situation, if you are ready to take responsibility to change that, not of that situation, to change that situation, I want to tell you, you have a powerful tool to bring that system, to bring that person, to bring that family back into life, and that is evangelism, and that is the message that can bring everything back to life, and that is the gospel of Jesus. Acts chapter 4 verse 12. Yeah? I'm going to talk about what is the gospel, why we should uh, preach the gospel, and then eventually I'm going to share about instances about how I really started sharing this precious gospel. Yeah? I'm going to also talk about what is not the gospel. Okay, because I believe that when we share, uh, I, I understand one thing, the, 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 the heaven recognizes the word of God. If we add masalas to it, yeah, it will trim it off, but it will function with the word of God. 
yeah our masala our stories and all sometimes won't be recognized in heaven but when we hold on to the word of god when we put our faith on the word of god then heaven recognizes and the kingdom moves according to it the kingdom moves according to it acts chapter 4 verse 12 so i talked about a condition and jesus says the solution is to bring that back to life let's see acts chapter 4 verse 12 and there is salvation in no one else when we preach the gospel uh, we are not talking about w you come to wscc and you shall be saved there is no gospel like that or you talk to pastor john you talk to uh, benihin and you shall be there is no gospel like that the scripture clearly says and there is salvation in no one else everybody say no one else our gospel or the gospel of uh, of the g of jesus christ is not about any organization is not about any denomination is not about any religion is not about any other name but the scripture says there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved and that name is jesus hallelujah and that name is jesus so the gospel of jesus christ essentially has to be confined to jesus we don't preach a church we don't preach any other person but we preach that jesus can save you the scripture says we don't have the power if jesus didn't die for us the scripture says there is no salvation for us the scripture says according to scripture we will have to be slaves to sin we will have to be a slave to our lustful desires we would have to be slaves to our our things in the mind and we don't have the power to break that chain and because god is so good and rich in mercy he gave jesus at the cross amen amen even when you have a bad day if you preach jesus it will still work yeah it is not in your power it is not whether you had quiet time in the morning and with that power you're going to share about jesus and the kingdom they have managed to survive till you came it's okay yeah even before you came they just managed they're okay okay it's okay yeah they're absolutely fine yeah so so let's let's move on to another scripture we need to be very clear about what is that gospel what is that that evangelism when we do which can bring back power into my family into my salvation or into my personal life into my office into my locality what is that message which can bring back dead situations into life and that is the gospel of jesus amen hallelujah Amen so from the scripture we clearly understand that there is only one name in which we can receive salvation and what is exactly the gospel of jesus immediately after saying that i'm going to ask you a question are you really saved based on this gospel itself i'm going to explain the true gospel because if we are if we believe i am saved because of something else i need i want all of us to come to that same page in the scripture today better late than never because our god is a god who gives equal wages even to the last person coming to the vineyard in the in in the last moment amen tell your neighbor better late than never tell your neighbor so let's better listen 
Yeah. So, what is the true gospel? The true gospel is is that we have to we have it's 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 an end to end plan. Yeah. So we start. The Lord created us. I don't have any evidences. I don't see any any reason why I was created as a result of Big Bang. I don't think actually Big Bang can create such a beautiful and handsome person. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Uh, so. Yeah, so, uh, and I don't think actually some monkeys can actually give birth to such a handsome person. Yeah, so, so I, come, I want to believe that the Lord created me. And the scripture says even when he created me, he has amazing plans. Amazing plans for each one of us because he is, he is all wisdom. He cannot, I think that is God's weakness that he cannot have poor plans. He cannot, I don't know, he doesn't know how to live ordinary. Yeah, he is amazing. And because even when I was formed in my mother's womb, he knew me. He, he has plans for me. But we couldn't plug into that amazing plan because we messed up with sin. Okay, so the first statement, I'm going to present the true gospel from the scripture. The first statement is that the Lord created us. We can see that in Genesis 1. The scripture clearly says, life cannot come into earth just because a man and a woman decides. It has to come from God. Only life can give birth to life. And he is the life. Amen. So I am created by God. And when God created me, God has amazing plans for me. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, he has amazing plans for me. Plans to prosper and not for harm. Amen. But we couldn't step into that plan because the scripture says all men fell short of glory, God's glory, because we committed sin, because of sin. Yeah. And because of that, the scripture says there is a need for a savior. Some, there are only two categories of people. Some people recognized and responded to that. Some people haven't. That's all. Two categories of people. There's no other category that's probably mentioned in the scripture. Two categories of people who have responded or who have recognized that I need a savior. I fell short of the plans of God. I fell short of the glory that God wanted to give in my life. So, but, but I sinned and I fell short. And just as I said before, our God is not just a problem identifier, not just a problem declarer, a problem proclaimer, but he is a problem solver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he solved it with so much of love that he knew that if, our, if my children remain like this, let's check that scripture, Romans chapter 6 verse 23. I just mentioned that we fell in sin or probably we sinned and we fell short of the glory of God. And if we remain in sin, the scripture says this is our end. For the wages of sin is death. There is a wage that comes with sin. Like it's so beautiful when you swipe the credit card. But after a month, there is a wage that comes in form of a statement. Yeah, it is so much fun when we sin. It's so much cool when we sin. But the scripture says, with all wisdom of God, the Lord has given us the word of God. And the word of God says, for the wages of sin is death. The Lord knew that if we, if we continue in sin, we are, going to be, uh, we are going to be dead and we are going to be eternally lost. To handle that, the Lord decided, our Father God decided, I'm going to give my son as a solution for this. 
and through the sacrifice of that great son. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That clearly defines what is the origin of eternal life in Christ Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So the Lord knew that if I continue in sin, I would die. And he made a provision for my salvation. And then the scripture says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10, you might know that. But just for us to, uh, uh, to be in the same page, if any of you didn't know these things, I want you to give your life to Jesus today. I don't want you to give your life to WICC because we might change halls after a while. Yeah? Our pastors might change after a while. Yeah, we are led by the Holy Spirit. We want to pursue Holy Spirit, not a particular hall or a congregation. Yeah, I don't want you to give your life to any particular denomination. I want you to give your life to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. If you give your life to Jesus, he will take care of you. He will take care of you. The scripture says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. You will be saved. There are a lot of people when I lead them to the Lord Jesus Christ, they ask, Pastor, this is it? Because sometimes when we, we, because, of, because of what we have experienced, we feel as if whenever something great happens, some party popper should go on both sides. Yeah? Some uh, lightning and fire should happen. Some, some blast should happen. And nothing happened when I accepted the Lord. Pastor, this is it. Are you saying that I am saved? So that I am just, no, I'm not saying. Do you put your faith that when you do this, that you are saved? Because this is not a statement. It is the precious word of God. If he is faithful, this has to be true. Amen. If it, there, is, there is no, the, uh, when you say, I, I believe in Jesus, and um, I'm not sure about the word. It's an oxymoron. It's, it's in Malayalam, it's a paraspective rhythm. It doesn't uh, gel together. Yeah? So the moment, you, the moment you say the Lord is faithful, by which you are, you are implying that, hey, the word that he has spoken has to be true. And if this is true, the scripture says, if you believe in your, in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, and if you confess that Jesus is the Lord, you shall be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then again, there is an explanation for that. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness. And with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to close our eyes right now. I just shared the true gospel right now. I just shared the true gospel right now. And all of us to, to go back to the time. If you, if you believe that you are saved, I want you to probably assess or think back, is my salvation based on this true gospel of Jesus? Do I truly believe that the Lord created me? Do I truly believe that, believe that I was a sinner? Do I truly believe that, that I, couldn't serve, I couldn't save me from the wrath of God? Do I truly believe that, that there is no other name that can truly save me from the wrath of God? 
Do I believe that Jesus Christ died for me and my sins? Have I repented for my sins? Did I confess? Did I, did I tell my Lord, Lord, I don't want a lifestyle of sin did I, and, and obedience to the enemy. I don't want that kind of a life. But I want to, even though I'm not perfect, Lord, I want to surrender my life fully unto you. I believe that you died for me. And I believe what you mentioned in the scripture, that when I believe, I shall be saved. I confess with my mouth that you are the Lord. You are the Lord. And the Bible says, when I do that, I am saved. Do you really believe that? Do I really believe that? Do I really believe that? Do I really believe that? The Bible says, those whom received Jesus, God gave them the privilege to be the children of God. If you have accepted Jesus, do you truly believe that I am the child of God? Thank you, Lord. If, if, if you're not sure about your salvation, if you're not sure about your salvation, I want you to, I want you to make that decision today. I want to encourage you to make that decision today. If this is your first time in hearing this precious gospel, I want to encourage you that this is the truth that the Bible proclaims. This doesn't have any unnecessary words of religion or denomination. But this has the precious name of the one who can save us, and that is Jesus. I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. 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 If you're not sure about your salvation, I want you to pray right now to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I, I just give my life unto you. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And I confess that you are the Lord. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe that, I believe that, I believe that, I believe that today if, if there was anybody who was, not, uh, who was not saved based on the true gospel of Jesus, I believe that you made a right choice today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's get back. Let's get back to um, what the Lord is speaking to us. So this is the true gospel that we heard just now. I was a sinner and I couldn't save me and it is by the mercy of Jesus and when I believe in Jesus, he has the power to save me. And if that brought us back, uh, brought us back to life, do you think that actually that gospel has the power to bring someone else back to life? Do you believe that? Do you believe that this gospel has the power to bring someone else back to life? Yeah? But often what happens is we know this, uh, this gospel, we receive Jesus and we are so happy. Then the only song that we sing is happy day, happy day. Yeah? But I believe that there is a commandment, there is a mandate that the Lord is giving us. The moment we are saved. And, and I think actually uh, it was easy for me to understand but it took a while for me to activate. 
yeah so i'm going to help you with how to share the gospel how simply you can do it it is so simple but the first thing that we need to have is romans chapter 1 verse 16 let's look that verse romans chapter 1 verse 16 for i am not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ for it is the power of god to salvation for everyone who believes for the jew first and also for the greek so this 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 says that we we spoke about the condition when we don't uh, hunger for revival it is going to be a mess and mess and mess today i am so much passionate to share the gospel because i have seen in my in my uh, three decades of life i have seen so many isms and ideas and all those coming and i don't see that making a change in the society I don't see that making a change in the lives of people and the moment somebody truly accepts the gospel I can see that is changing that person's life so I started believing in the gospel much more than ever before Yeah so here the scripture says in Romans chapter 1 verse 16 for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes we spoke about that jesus is the only name through which we can have salvation and when somebody believes in the name of jesus this verse says there is a power of god that helps that person to be saved which means if i want to share the gospel to adrian i don't have to buy an extra power and add on to the gospel and serve no the gospel itself has the power to save somebody if that person chooses to believe hallelujah that liberates me so much because all i need to do is to share and the lord is not asking us to force the gospel the lord is asking us to share the gospel because the lord wants to honor everybody's decision to accept or reject hallelujah our god is a loving god because of his agape love he is just honoring everybody's decision to accept or reject the gospel hallelujah so this verse clearly says that i am not ashamed of the gospel but when i share this anybody who chooses to believe this gospel there is a power of god that comes uh, that is packed with this gospel and he is able to save himself from eternal fire eternal damnation because he believed in the name of jesus tell your neighbor you don't have to add power the gospel of jesus is powerful to 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 save people from eternal damnation but i want now to to shift our focus to that first portion of that verse for here the here here paul says for i am not ashamed of the gospel and that was my first blocker or or hindrance before sharing this gospel to this loving gospel to people a lot of people think actually this gospel is about changing denominations changing church changing religion i don't see any of these nice words in the scripture religion or or denomination no 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 this is all about somebody going to be dead in their trespasses and this precious gospel saving them to the marvelous kingdom of light somebody by believing this precious work of jesus they are able to spend their eternity with jesus 
but the problem is i am not able to identify with apostle paul when he says i am not ashamed of the gospel because i think sometimes i was ashamed of the gospel even though i was not ashamed i was not so sure about the gospel yeah i was not so sure about the gospel i am thinking lord we are such good friends lord why should we bring this unnecessary or religious matter into our discussion lord we are living peacefully lord yeah 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 peacefully we will go to eternal life without jesus yeah so you so a lot of times we are we are thinking about that permanent peace which often leads us to eternal destruction and i am not ashamed of the gospel when when uh, when apostle paul talks about that i am not confident to stand up for this gospel i am not confident to share about this gospel i am not ready to ask somebody oh this this word is so yucky this word is not so great to say born again by the time i say born again what will they think of me they will think of me that i talk about born again things so i am not confident about or i or rather i am ashamed about the gospel i remember a story where an i saw an ammachi and ammachi had iphone uh, that's a miracle wow <laughs> yeah so ammachi is using iphone for those who don't know ammachi is grandmother yeah grandma grandmom yeah so ammachi is using iphone and uh, ammachi is thoroughly uh dissatisfied with iphone and i am just gazing at that iphone and i am thinking uh, a lot of youth probably are just thinking actually how can we get an iphone and ammachi is telling me mone idu oru work cheyatha phone aanu thonnu and ammachi is saying uh, when i try to call it is going this way and i want to tell ammachi it is really good in its touch sensitivity yeah um even a torch polu illa mone this doesn't even have a torch and um and uh, okay uh, i'll do something this is not working let me take my phone okay so she is not happy about iphone but she thought actually she'll take the i uh, my phone and i'm just waiting which is that next super brand model of that my phone and i saw nokia 1100 and she says this is simple this has torch yeah see one click i am able to call and when somebody calls and one click i can take the call so i was tempted to ask amaji if that iphone is not of any use for me for you <laughs> should i help you by saving your space and receiving it the iphone company is not ashamed of their product iphone company would put a label the user is incompetent to grasp their amazing build a lot of times i am not able to share the gospel i am not confident about the product because somebody resists it because somebody rejects it but i want to tell you this is the greatest message of all time 
this is the greatest message of all time because somebody couldn't comprehend it, because somebody couldn't receive it, because somebody couldn't say yes to what was shared. It doesn't mean that the power of God is reduced in the gospel. Just that actually they couldn't understand the wisdom in this gospel. Hallelujah. And this really bothered me. This really bothered me. I started thinking, I'm a really confident. I'm a really confident about the gospel. Will I, if, if required, will I stand in front of people and, and will I have the guts to say, hey, I believe in Jesus. I believe that it is only by the name of Jesus and the sacrifice of Jesus. I am alive today and I am saved. And I believe that that is the only name that can save. Will I share that? Do I have the confidence for that? So I understood that was my first hindrance. Because or else it'll be like, like the kids going to school. Morning somebody is telling, hey, get up, get up, uh, put on clothes, put the tie tag. And morning itself actually he's having his eyes like this. Because without wanting to share, he's sharing the gospel. Without wanting to go to school, he's being forced if you don't know the heart of God in sharing the gospel, if you don't know or if you're not able to comprehend what this gospel can do in a person's life, look into your life first. A lot of times when we, we are saved and when we move forward in our life, we forget that great transaction or that transformation that happened from the enemy kingdom to this marvelous light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you, if you are not confident about the gospel, I want you to meditate, take time and think and settle in your spirit. Hey, do you think, oh, do I think actually I can be an ambassador of this gospel? To be an ambassador of this gospel, I need not be perfect. That is why I said, even when I have a bad day, even when I have a good day, even when I have a great day, even when I have a mediocre day, gospel works because it is the power of God and not of man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if you look this side and tell him Jesus saves, if he believes, he gets saved. Hallelujah. It is not about the, the way of delivery, the mode of delivery or, or, or anything else, but whether I am, if I need to be confident about the gospel, I, I need to be sure about the message that I carry. Do I consider it worth to be a messenger of this gospel? I want you to think about that in a, in, a, in a serious note because if you are not confident, what you probably might end up doing would be, would be, oh, I read the scripture, I have to share the gospel. Oh, everybody said, oh, pastor said, I have to share the gospel. Oh, I think actually two other people in the church shared gospel. I have to share the gospel. It'll be just a task without a heart. Even then people can get saved. But, but you won't enjoy being, being an ambassador of this gospel. Amen. So that was Romans 1.16. I want to encourage you that, 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 that what really did save you, that has the power to save other people. I'm going to quickly take on the deterrence of, of sharing the gospel. John chapter 3 verse 16. Why we should share the gospel? Why we should share the gospel? Is it a, a contract with the church? Absolutely no. The moment we come into the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the Bible says God has given us the privilege to be the children of God. 
yeah that is john 1:12 it talks about when we accept jesus into our life god has given us the authority to be the children of god anybody who doesn't have a physical father or mother anybody who doesn't have parents i want to tell you you don't have any excuse because the greatest of all is your father we don't have any option to be depressed we don't have any option or god has lovingly avoided all reasons for us to be discouraged or depressed because he says i am your father the greatest of all you cannot think of asking for such an amazing father the greatest of all is your father and because we are the children of this precious dad we need to respond to his heart john chapter 3 verse 16 we all we all know this scripture john 3:16 he who believes in the son has everlasting life sorry for god so loved the world yeah i'll i'll be talking about john 3:36 also john 3:16 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life god made that heavy work at the cross so that all will be saved all will be saved it is the heart of god that everyone should be saved no one should perish god wants everyone to be saved and that has to be our burden if we don't have that burden i think if we don't have the the sense of the heartbeat of our father it just shows that we are distant we can hear a heartbeat only when we are close to the heart and god says in the scripture that it is not his desire that at least one should perish john 3:36 says he who believes in the son has everlasting life and he who does not believe the son shall not see life but the wrath of god abides on him this is the truth that anybody who is not able to receive jesus one day they'll have to face the wrath of god and we know the seriousness we know the seriousness of the situation it is not a decision god has made it is a decision that people themselves have made to face the wrath of god or probably to enjoy the everlasting life with you it is a decision that people make but the scripture says we have a role with that we have a role regarding that matthew chapter 28 the last verses it says matthew chapter 28 verse 18 to uh, 20 says all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth jesus is speaking about the authority that he has and immediately he's connecting that authority that he has to a task or to a mandate that we should do okay so the lord is saying i have all authority in all realms in all realms so what do i want you to do go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them teaching them helping them to observe everything and lo and behold i shall be with you the lord wants us to preach and share this great news i don't feel like even calling it a good news it's a great news 
it's a great news of love it is a great news that nobody shall left as orphans it is a great news that the lord has covered us fully it is a great news that the alpha and the omega lord jesus christ has just has taken care of all responsibilities in our life and what we are left with are opportunities to be grateful to him amen so the lord wants us to go and share this good news because we heard this good news when somebody told us somebody shared this good news and we heard this and we are saved can you just think loud with me and say if i know this gospel works if i have tasted the benefit of this precious gospel and if i am not sharing it with somebody what can i call that can i hear that lovely selfishness there is no other term than selfishness for it there is no other term other than selfishness god wants us to grow into a place of agape 1 corinthians 13 verse 5 says love doesn't seek its own yeah i'm going to i'm going to encourage you share the gospel share the gospel walk out and find a person and share the gospel we need to overcome i'm going to talk about the deterrence i had i'm a pastor now i i don't mock you i'm not talking about hey, i am superb you guys are not doing anything no that is not at all the tone of this 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 sermon or this this sharing yeah i am i'm just charging you encouraging you with the mandate god has given all of us and i want to tell you i might be the chief of sinners in this because me being a pastor i was reluctant i was fearful to share the gospel until last year until last year and time and again the holy spirit is mentioning a hey, uh, holy spirit is showing hey, hey hey this this gospel this gospel changes people and do you know when when i when do i really started enjoying this i was roasted in the prayer line sometimes we get fixed like that yeah some roasters really roast you yeah so i was in the prayer line and somebody came to pray and i just felt like an irresistible nudge in my spirit to ask hey have you heard about what it means to be born again the person said no uh i said do you have time can i explain she said yes immediately i took my weapon the gospel card yeah so i just took it and i said hey this is the gospel the lord loves you the lord has died for you and if you believe you shall have eternal life and something in my spirit just urged it's nothing else but the holy spirit no one else but the holy spirit now i know it is the holy spirit sometimes when the work of god happens in our life we don't recognize it is the holy spirit and i just took one more step and i asked do you think very politely formally yeah do you think you can consider accepting jesus so that i won't be hurt yeah so do you think you can consider accepting jesus right now without any more further delay 
so i think the person probably did not understand the question yeah so and then the person was looking at me like this and i made it simple would you like to receive jesus she said yes and i led her to the lord what is it what does it mean by leading her to lord are we making people perfect in a moment no 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 we are leading people to the lord by the scripture the scripture says so i asked her questions do you believe that you need a savior do you believe that jesus is the lord and if that person says yes then i help that person to confess that with the mouth and the scripture says not me not any church the scripture says the person shall be saved and i want to believe that and i led her to the lord and what happened next was unbelievable for me the voice that was nudging me just spoke to me hey did you see this i asked my spirit what you changed a person's eternity in 5 minutes wow that was mind blowing for me i really liked it i understood that this is how we bring revival I understood this is how when I have 10 people in this room and if 10 of you are in the enemy kingdom then I need to catch one and I need to bring the first one into the kingdom of life then the next one then the next one then I might preach about the gospel because in our home we started like that in our house my eldest brother was that culprit who started to be that Jesus freak and we with all our weapons opposed now we all are believers hallelujah and that is the power of god that is the power of god you need to share you need to share when you share this message that can give life you bring revival wherever you sow it wherever you saw it i'm going to quickly uh, give you some experience and and formula on how to share how do you share about jesus oh i i was so scared to share this gospel because i was sure that somebody is going to slap me i will share and just like what is what is happening in some some uh, some uh, troubled uh, issue, places in 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 different uh, persecuted places i am going to get slapped yeah So somebody told me hey you need to find common interests before sharing this gospel so i will walk to this person and say it's so cold right and the stranger would look at me and think somebody is coming to me and asking it's so hot and so cold this guy doesn't have sensation of what uh, some people who are really extroverts and sanguines they will start talking about how cold it is how much temperature and yesterday whether it was cold tomorrow whether it will be cold and then i also will lose its flow yeah and i started spending 30 45 minutes finding out what is the common interest and i don't have time if i talk about um, uh, heat he will talk about coldness if i talk about porota he will talk about chapati if i talk about uh, cricket he will talk about football there is no common interest i am simply losing my time i am simply losing my time i came back as a failure in my quiet time and asking god god i'm so scared lord 
I'm so scared. I don't know why I'm scared. I have never been scared like this to share this all-time precious loving message of Jesus Christ. I don't know why. And the Lord started to strengthen me with the power of the Holy Spirit. The scripture says, For the Holy Spirit is not a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. The, the, when, when, I, when I humble down before the Lord, that Lord, I am not able to. His strength was made perfect in my weakness. Then the next day I will walk to that person and I want to do a different style today. Yeah, and I want to, um, but this time also I failed and I I asked him, uh, Achaya, how is your family? And then next day also, because I am scared to directly ask about this gospel. And he is thinking actually somebody walking this side is coming and asking. So he asked, do you know my family? I said, no. I was so, I was so discouraged. Then he was thinking actually, why you want to suddenly know about my family? I don't know their family. I cried and I prayed. And then the Lord really helped me with strength. And I started to uh, go with this card. And I started uh, telling, hey, this is a card about Jesus. I've understood in this land, people generally don't have big issues with Jesus. Yeah. So I said, hey, this is a card uh, about Jesus. Uh, would you like to have this? And that person will take the card. And there are almost four to five statements in that card. By the time they read that four statements, I will escape. Yay, I shared the gospel. What a joy. Hallelujah. I don't care whether that person received it. I don't care whether the person rejected it. All I want to do is to escape. I want to escape because greater is he outside than the one in me. I was so scared. And the next day I understood that this because every time, see, see, uh, the scripture says when Peter arose and spoke, the people were convicted and then they asked, What shall we do to be saved? When we don't pray, we won't get convicted. When we don't read the word, we won't get convicted. We are not allowing the Spirit of God to convict us. So when I went back again in my quiet time with a great medal of sharing the gospel, the Holy Spirit dealt with me and asked, Are you ticking off the task? Or are you really trying to save somebody? Because the moment I give the card, I'm like Jim Carrey. I'm just, I'm just escaping from that scene. Yeah? And I understood that is not what I'm supposed to achieve. I decided I'm going to share. Next day. Next day. Oh, I'm taking time. Next day, uh, I decided I'm going to be brave. I'm going to share. And I saw a person. I wanted to choose somebody who was very lean. Because I think I'm very much sensitive to pain. <laughs> I chose one nice man who does, he was very skinny. And I went and said, uh, Chada. I was, I assessed him. Okay. I assessed when he was walking down, I thought actually, how was his facial expressions? 
he looks okay okay looks like he is a melancholic or a uh, introvert introverts generally don't hit people i'm just thinking yeah uh, they they take time to speak so even if he swear i can escape yeah uh, there will be a minimum decibel level for him yeah so uh, so i'm just thinking all these things and i i picked the leanest skinny man yeah and uh, i just asked uh, uh, chada uh, would you like to uh, know about jesus this is a card about jesus and i decided this time i will not escape and i am like this with all my muscles ready yeah chata this is the gospel and i am like this yeah uh, i am ready to block my face i am ready to uh, like whatever actions i need to i am ready and he said thank you i am a believer yeah i was so happy whether he is a believer or not I just did it. Oh. I just did it. I just did it. And I want to tell you do not despise the days of humble beginnings. Okay? That was my beginning in 2019. I think until now I believe I have led almost around 100 people to the Lord. I'm not talking about sharing. I'm talking about leading people to the Lord. Yeah? and i want you to know that if you really want to want to win souls for the lord you have to start somewhere you have to pick up your muscles and somewhere you need to be brave so that you will stand before people and say hey i believe in this would you like to consider this next day when i was in icici bank to deposit i saw a good so i this this really i really started loving the sharing the gospel because because i knew that the moment i share and somebody is accepting i'm just changing their eternity one person saved in a family can do wonders in that family amen i i remembered how uh, how uh, the storyline changed in our family when my eldest brother was saved yeah so i started to see the possibilities of god when i share the gospel yeah so when the next day when uh, when, when i was in a bank to deposit some um, cash i saw this muscular guy i thought lord i think looks like he doesn't need eternity lord <laughs> yeah lord he is too built lord for me to share the gospel lord lord does he truly have a spirit and soul lord he is full of muscles Lord, yeah. and that was the next level of fear next level of fear for me yeah so i decided i'm going to talk to him and by the time i was about to talk to him i came near because i'm not sure about how yeah if he suddenly lifts his hand then i will be gone yeah so i slowly came near him and uh, he immediately said what i said nothing uh, what is the account number uh, I was so scared. I asked something like what is the IFSC code? He said, "Ask them." I am I also came like you to deposit. I said, "Oh, okay, 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 okay." I came back in my time with the Lord. I cried, "Lord, I am scared. I am scared. I am scared. I am scared." The Lord filled me. I started again sharing. I started Uh, started choosing skinny people 
I, I decided that I want to exercise. I want to be proficient with skinny people and then probably I will move on to the muscular ones. Yeah. But the Lord started sending people. My first, so I understood in my quiet times, I understood that, that the fear in me is trying to protect me. But the agape of God always want to reach out for the other person. Amen. And if you look into the Trinity, God says, God, uh, nobody comes to the Father unless the Lord attracts. Yeah. Jesus Christ just ripped himself of everything to come for the lost. And the scripture says, nobody can say Jesus Christ is the Lord without the help of the Holy Spirit. So if you see the, the, the Trinity, everyone of this Trinity, this triune God is for reaching out to people. And if I am scared about it, I understand that I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I want to do it, but I'm not able to do it. And I sat in the presence of God. Different levels of fear. But I want to tell you, until now, my cheeks are fine. Yeah? My cheeks are fine. Yeah? And I understood that actually all we need is to share the gospel according to the scripture. This is a gospel of love. I'll share one more incident. Day before yesterday, somebody gave a call to me and uh, was speaking about some, something. And I spoke to that person. And towards the end, I asked you, I haven't seen the person. I just know that person's name is this and he introduced me, I am so-and-so's brother and all those things. And, and I said, hey, I want to ask you, uh, do you know what it means to be um, uh, born again? Do you know the gospel? Yeah, 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 I know. And then I asked, have you accepted Jesus? No, 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 no. Then I said, hey, can I help you? Uh, do you think actually you should, uh, you should accept Jesus? I want to encourage you. This is the greatest thing that can set your future. I want to encourage you. He said, yes. And I, I led him to the Lord. I want to tell you a lot of times you might be thinking, I don't have answers to everything. I want to tell you, no one has answers to everything. Only God has answers to everything. You might be thinking, I don't know apologetics. When I share gospel, somebody is saying, when somebody says, Pastor, how about Big Bang? I will say, hey, I didn't come to talk about Big Bang. I came to talk about Jesus. Oh, are you saying so, Ningal Anganya and Nyangal not saved? No, 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 I didn't talk about Nyangal Ningal. I came to talk about the name of Jesus that is given to man to be saved. Yeah, I think if we talk about the scripture, if we talk about the truth only in the scripture, that liberates us from the pressure to make them saved. Amen. So I want to encourage you and I want to leave you with one slogan. Everyone, every day, reach one. Will you do it? Will you do it? Now I have started setting targets for me. I, I started living with this slogan. Every day, everyone, reach one. If I don't reach somebody today, I want to make it two tomorrow. I want to ensure that every day I want to share about Jesus to somebody. If I'm so busy and if I don't get a chance to talk to somebody, I will at least WhatsApp and ask, Hey, do you know something about Jesus? I felt like I want to share this with you. Yeah? Don't think actually you need a super spiritual inspiration from the Holy Spirit to share the gospel. It is like it is mentioned in the scripture. Go to all the world. It doesn't talk about Indians going to America, Americans going to Africa, Africans going to India. It's not about the travel club. 
Yeah? It shows about the heart of God to reach every person and evangelize and bless them with this love of God so that they won't perish. Amen? So I want to ask and challenge you every day, everyone, reach one. Can you, can you tell that with me? Every day, everyone, reach one. Can you look at your neighbor and say that every day, everyone, reach one. How do you reach? You, I, want to, I, want to, I want to encourage you, take strength from the scripture, take strength knowing the gospel, go to a person and simply, recently somebody was on you, Pastor, how do you start the conversation? I said, it is very simple. Hey, do you know the gospel of Jesus? I have only time for that in my capacity today. I don't have time anymore to find and dig your common interest. Yeah, but I want, I want all of us to better go to that common place than finding your common interest. Yeah, I want to encourage you because if we don't have the guts to live for this, then what are we storing up our bravery for? Yeah, and the moment you share, and, and I want to tell you, nobody knows everything, but with what you know, if you share, you will understand that you are relevant for a group of people. As you equip yourself with more of say, apologetics or more of things, you'll be able to serve more people by sharing the gospel. But start somewhere. Start somewhere. Let people feel the free will to reject. It's okay. Don't take it as personal rejection. Don't think, oh, I shared the gospel and she didn't listen to it. No, 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 no. Don't manipulate people. Don't manipulate people. Share this precious news to people. Share this great good news to people and let them have a choice to decide whether they want to accept or not because that choice is given to them by our master. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to know one more thing. Famous evangelist Daniel Kalenda says, salvation is a greater miracle than healing. Because if a person gets healed and if he is not in heaven, it's a waste. But as scripture says in the story of the rich man and Lhasa, even, even if he was not fully healed, he was engaged by the angels of God. Amen? Amen? So I want to encourage you, this is a, what the product or the gospel or the message that you and I have is a powerful message. We don't have to add on anything to it. It has the power to save. All we need to do is to be willing to share this to the people whom God has given in our spheres of influence. And that is the will of God. And before sharing, pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, help them to receive. Help them to receive. And I believe that as a church, we shall bring many souls to the kingdom. Amen? Many souls to the kingdom. I believe that this will bring personal revival in your life. I believe that this will cause, this seed will cause a revival in your family. And this will take you to a greater level of walking with God. And with this powerful gospel, this powerful message, you will have the ability to change your offices, your clusters, your organizations. Wherever you go, you will change people's destiny. Five minutes and you can make somebody eternal with Jesus. Amen? 
So before praying, I want all of us to remember that slogan once again. Every day, everyone, reach one. Let's. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.